Hey, welcome everybody. This is now the fun time for us. This is when we open the mailbag. We take your questions, we take your tweets, we take your takes, we take your rants. We, we, we take some take some advice. If you got some advice, you can get this. But this is this is when we interact with the fans, and it's the most fun part of the show for me. We have a heap of questions tonight, man. It was it was quiet Monday night. It's lunes. It's Monday. Hey, um, amigo, más rápido. Las, sí, las, señor. Las preguntas, por favor. Uh, in you don't even know what cuatro, that means. You don't in even know. Cuatro, in cuatro semanas, mi, mi trabajo es en Barcelona con mi amor. I go to Barcelona. So that week's going to be going to be sketchy for us. I'm in Barcelona. So I, like, here, just for people listening to this, Jeff, I stupidly, so my wife was like, in like April, what, what, like, I'm off of Halloween. Let's go on holiday. Okay. Yeah. So I'm big Barcelona, paid, paid for Barcelona. No worries. I get back into Dublin at 11.45 p.m. on Friday, the 2nd of November. And I have to go to Frankfurt at 6 a.m. the following morning. Who thought that was a good idea? Not me. It's no bueno, amigo. Okay, well, I think that we should get to the questions and that's not talk about your marital situation. Uh, coffee con coach. <laughs> uh, it, we, here we will still make this happen that week don't worry i've, I've got her blessing which is gracias uh, and anyway let's move on i wanted to ask you one day where we got these questions you mentioned meeting rick flair who else like who's been the most crazy person you've met at the super bowl because you've been to some super bowls i mean for me it was the whole pat mcafee thing this year i was mortified i no, genuinely I think, wanted like, to like one of the most fun ones at the super bowl was i was at the san francisco 49ers um, or I'm sorry it was this it was the San Francisco Super Bowl where the where the uh, Broncos played and I was on one interviewing a Broncos player and I look up just kind of look over the top of his head as I'm interviewing and I see Snoop Dogg walking up with his entourage right and then Snoop Dogg kind of like was was standing behind the guy I was interviewing because he wanted to interview him next. And I stood up and I said, damn it, Snoop Dogg, this is my interview, right? And he didn't know what to do at first. Like, he was like, hey, bro. <laughs> so it was fun, that was fun. Snoop Dogg was a blast. Um, you know, going to Radio Row, if you're a football fan, it's like, it's like going to a live Hall of Fame where, you know, like last year, do you remember, Mike, how Carl Eller, who was a is a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest. When I was a little kid, he just walking along, great, great player, just spending time. He was such a genuine, nice guy to talk to, and it you know it doesn't you see all those people right, and so I, I think that that Radio Row situation is certainly a blast for me. But having an opportunity to see Ric Flair and spend a little time with him at the Super Bowl was fun. Going into a bar. And seeing Ryan Fitzpatrick sitting at the bar and then going behind the bar, right? And I had a just by sheer luck had somebody had a camera. And I went behind the bar in my in I think it was Tampa. I went behind the bar. Miami. And, and I said, We're gonna make the perfect mojito. Now this is a packed bar. There's people all over the place, right? And and I'm behind the bar, but as long as you got a television camera, you got like it's open, right? You can do almost do anything you want at the Super Bowl. So I'm behind the bar, and this bartender, right, 
I tell him that, you know, where I'm from, da, 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 and we're here to film the perfect mojito, right? And so the guy mixes a mojito, and Ryan is sitting right at the bar, right across from where we're going. And I'm not paying attention to it. I'm just doing my thing, right? And so I said, at the end, the guy hands me the drink. And I said, I think we need a taste tester. And I said, and now I think NFL quarterback Ryan Fitzpatrick needs to needs to be our taste tester. So I handed the drink to him. And the guy, the camera guy didn't, because Fitzpatrick has back to me. He didn't know who it was, right? And Fitz turned, and it was like this moment, right? And then Fitz was beautiful. It was like it was scripted, like we like we had practiced it before. And he goes, uh, it's a little liney, but I do like that, you know, and like he was some sort of, <laughs> some sort of aficionado or connoisseur or yeah. whatever. And we had so much fun that day. And you should have seen, like, people were four deep at the bar, right, watching this crazy madness go on. But that's what Super Bowl week is like. I was trying to find, just while you were talking, I was trying to find the, the photo of you from Radio Row, where, like, you know, we're, we're just sitting having some fun and, Suddenly I look up in the sky and it's you in that blue Hawaiian shirt, but I can't find it. I will say I was walking along. Well, here, here's the first one. I was walking along this year and seeing this guy. But what really hit me was two things. I was walking along and I I looked up and obviously people know that I'm like, I'm a massive Denver Broncos fan and I'm walking along and I see this guy. And I'm thinking, oh boy, they got there. <laughs> Shot is sharp. But I was going up the escalator. So for people listening, there's two escalators. And um, I was in one. It was go- they were both going up the way. On the on the other side was Pat McAfee, AJ Hawk. Just started chatting to them. I should have said, Laz, do you want to go for a pint? Just like, he's like, you're that Irish guy. I was like, yeah, that that's my diet of it. So yeah, I was like, man, my God. Brandon. Has master saying, see you in Glasgow in November, lads. Looking forward to it. L I N K T R dot E E slash Rainbow. November the 25th in Glasgow. Venue announced soon. I think Jeff's managing that. Are you managing that? Hey, managing Brandon, that? I'll tell you what, I'm looking forward to seeing you too. And again, to get back in Glasgow and where I know that uh, those Glaswegian fans and the, and the NFL fans in Scotland are outstanding. We will be up there and we will be sponsored by 888 Sports, the official betting partner of the National Football League in both the UK and Ireland. And again, come, come to the shows. We're going to have a blast. Fred Flunk says, is there a worst haircut in the NFL? <laughs> yes. Yes, there is. This haircut right here. <laughs> uh, I, I'm going to tell you something. I think that Owen, although it's not in the NFL anymore, but Owen Wilson's mullet in Seattle was bad that that might be as bad as mark mark davis is at. luke walsh says hey from northern california where the girls will warm me and then he says sorry i gotta run so thank you very much your friend girl hey, we got it yes. good luke we'll see you again next week come with a question now all right and it's good to have northern california represented luke. on the show Gur from <laughs> from Ireland said this is a question from Gary McGurk from Monaghan. You ever been to Monaghan, Jeff? Nope. I'm hoping to make it, though, this year. Is he where Monaghan is? No. Actually, you've never, you've never heard of Monaghan. I want to be everywhere in Ireland. I want to, I want to, I want to drive to Monaghan is... I want to see every little town, every little pub, all of it. Well, Monaghan is a, a little county beside me. It's just over the border. I mean, 
And there's a lovely little village just over the border called Emmyville. And this is where Gary McGurk's talking about here. And back in the day, people used to drive from the north into Emmyville to smuggle diesel because it was a lot cheaper. So yeah. it's it's a very famous place. Um, so Gary McGurk is like, this is like the most random thing of the week. What does Jeff think of the emergence of Romeo Dobbs and the Packers' wider receiver room, wide receiver room, compared to the receivers Rodgers had to work with? Well, I think the, the first thing is that they're younger, right? And they're more, in some cases, more dynamic. Uh, I think that, you know, the guys that Rodgers had to work with, frankly, were Rodgers guys. He wanted those guys because he had a rapport with them, and I think that's important. It takes time to build a rapport, and that's what's impressive about, one of the things that's impressive about the Packers and Romeo Dobbs is that they, you know, they haven't had a lot of time together, Yeah, you know, and, and I think Love has done a good job and that offense is moving in the right direction. And if they can stay healthy, I think that they're going to be, again, a factor in the race in November and December. Right. We got one from Brandon, who's in Scotland. I had a message a second ago. What's your thoughts on Fangio's bend, but don't break defense? Putting Kohu and Nickel Corner on digs a whole game was suicide instead of putting... Eggs even hired on him. Bills feasted on that matchup. I I agree, Jeff. Yeah, Kuhu just he couldn't he couldn't handle Diggs. And with what they were doing, they couldn't get help to him. And you know, you got to credit the Bills too. The Bills had a hand in that, you know, with the formations that Kenny Dorsey and the personnel groups Kenny Dorsey put on the field. So I thought it was great coaching by uh the Bills coaching staff. And I think that, you know, they'll the Dolphins are gonna learn from that. You Kuhu can't he just cannot match up with Stefan Diggs. Love it, Jeffrey. Love it. Uh, Shane, your friend. Met Shane last week. Good to see him again. He was in Wembley last week. Always looking well, Shane. Shane's got a better head of, head of hair than I have. Let's just put it that way. Uh, hey, guys. Shane, Carlo. You'll be the Carlo, Jeff. I'm going to be. I'm gonna be I, might, I might move into Carlo for a while. Do you want to guess what color their GEA team wear? Like jerseys. Guess. I'll give you 100 quid right now if you can guess. Cardinal? Eh? Cardinal? What do you mean? Well, hold on. What color is Cardinal? Dark red. Dark red. Um, I mean, I'll give, I'll give you one more guess. I mean, we're live. We, we, we will have some fun. Like, uh, pink. pink? No, I mean, I was going to show. Do you know what you know what the fun thing about technology is? When, when you start a coffee with Coach on Periscope by yourself, look at technology now. There you go. That's not cardinal. Wow, that is that that looks like it ought to be from you know somewhere in the in the West Indies. That's pretty. That's pretty fancy right there. Oh my god! Okay, right. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Sheen said, "Patriots fan. He loves listening every Friday." Thank you, Sheen. Appreciate it, sir. Hope you're doing well. Thoughts on the Titans? Considering all AFC's types teams are two and two. Can Tannehill, Henry, and D-Hop lead into the division? Jeff, for me, I, I think this Jaguars game this weekend, massive. So, so big, because it's a statement for the Tennessee if they can go beat the Colts this weekend as well. Well, I think, I think those are the two teams that I think are going to be fighting it out for the division. But, you know, again, this is going to this is a division that we didn't think much of before the season started. And now you start to look at that and you realize that there's some pretty good football teams and some pretty good football players in that division. And I would put the Titans in that class. The Titans are always going to be a tough out because they're so physical and they're so well coached. 
again, can they win the division? That's a long, we got a lot of football left to play, but I think they're in the conversation, certainly. Gurr thought he would double dip. By the way, apparently that went viral. You call him Gurr last week I'm like at, at home. Said a disgruntled Bears fan. Gurr, I can think of many things that I'd rather do than I'd watch that absolute plot, but please tax me if you're awake. And Jeff, please you tax me as well so I can stay awake. A disgruntled Bears fan, do you think Eberflus and Poles will still be in the post on tomorrow's? For people listening on Friday, we've done this pre Thursday night football. Man, it's a long way from the Super Bowl shuffle and the punk QB. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, that's my thing with the Bears, right? Because that is one of the most iconic franchises with one of the most loyal fan bases and frankly long suffering fan bases they've had moments of glory right the 85 team that that was you know, we still talk about today um you know lovey took them to a super bowl and they couldn't get it done but other than that it's been frustration after frustration it's a proud organization you go back to george hallis and you know they used to battle the Packers every year for the championship and in the, in the old NFL. And, you know, I, it's just hard for me to watch it. They're just a bad football team right now. And I think, you know, there's a lot of reasons for that. And one of the reasons I think is it's an, it's an organization that for a long time hasn't invested in winning. And I'm going to tell you something, there's nothing more expensive than losing. Uh, we've also got Clive from London. Uh, Clive, we're, we're, we're going to try and get Jeff to London. Leave it with me. I'll see if my wife lets me out of the house. Clive, uh, Bears fan from London. Are going to be more teams finishing around uh, 500 this year, other than a few clearly at the top and a few clearly at the bottom? The, the other 20 or so teams are very even. I guess, Jeff, that's the beauty about this first moment of the league. Every, it's very, very even. It seems more even than normal, or maybe I'm losing my head. No, I think it's a testimony to the to the National Football League and the rules and the salary cap and the way we draft and the way the free agency order and all of those things are all designed with the per, for the purpose of not having elite teams, not having a team that you're if you're a fan of another team, you just say there's no way we could ever beat that team. I think you watch every Sunday, and we've seen it enough already where you better come to play. You're Dallas and you're you're puffing your chest and you're feeling really good about yourself. You go out to play an Arizona team that nobody gives you nobody gives a chance and you get your butt beat. Well, that's what happens in this league. It is not like the premiership where you just can go buy a championship. It doesn't work that way in our league. And I think that's one of the reasons people love the NFL so much. Rodri from Tridegar. Wills, Roger, I butchered up, my friend, so please forgive me. I, I think Zach Wilson, he agrees with you, Jeff. He thinks Zach Wilson gets a bit of moral revenge for Nathaniel Hackett. Who's, who's Nathaniel Hackett? I've literally made him leave my mind. Against Sean Payton, after what he said, Brees Hall is off pitch count. You seem very confident about the Jets this weekend, Jeff. I, I like the Jets this weekend, and I, I think it's going to be, you know, the, this is a game that really, in in August, there was a lot of anticipation about this game because of the, the, the saga between, you know, Sean Payton and Nathaniel Hackett, you know, where Sean Payton said it was the worst coaching job in NFL history. Well, all of a sudden, Sean Payton, you know, has found out it's a little tougher in Denver than he thought it was going to be. You know, Hackett's now with the Jets. They're going to play the Denver. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what the postgame handshake is like. 
but I think having Brees Hall off that pitch count is critical. And again, if if Hackett will scheme up a, a scheme up an attack that doesn't ask Zach Wilson to do too much, particularly from the pocket, then I think that the Jets will win this football. I love it, Jeffrey. We got a few more uh, a few more questions. Jer says, "Shout out to the Emmy Bowl lads." Fred saying, "Open invite lads. I'll take you both to Glen." Glendala in the Garden of Ireland. I don't know where that is, Fred. I'm sorry. Uh, Rodri is one more for us. From yeah, thoughts on the the Broberly shove in Philly? How can it be stopped? Love that there's a rugby element in the NFL. Jeff, big rugby weekend this weekend. Oh, 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 I might not make the London game. Enjoy the games this weekend, boys. All the best. What do you think, Jeff? I, I, I you know, I think, I think that that tush push or brotherly shove or whatever you want to call it. They're going to have to look at that because there, there is a rule that says you're not allowed to aid another player over the, over the line of scrimmage, right? You can't shove a guy into it in the end zone. Well, that's really what goes on under, it's a rugby squad, right? And, you know, I'm not anti-rugby at all. I love the sport. I'm a big all blacks guy, but I will tell you this, that I think it's something that they're going to need to look at because you know, I don't know how you stop it defensively. I really, I really don't know how you stop it defensively. You're a big All Blacks guy. I mean, you know, obviously you're you're lending your support the next few weeks for us. It won't be a live podcast, Jeff. I mean, that's, this is the the season. See, Allez le vert, Allez le vert. Finally, we've got J.K. from Brighton. I've never been to Brighton. I'd love to go. Maybe we can find a way to have a show. Is it nice? Yeah, nice. Uh, Jeff, do you think the season is too short? Only 17 regular season games compared to other sports seems low. I'm thinking other high impact games such as rugby, ice hockey. It just is what it is, Jeff, isn't it? I don't I don't think, you know, I really wish sometimes that um, when I hear these kinds of discussions, and I and I, I understand what he's saying, right? I'm not I'm not saying it's foolish. I'm just saying that I wish you could get the the seat that I have every game day, which is right on the sideline. And if you heard the collisions that, and I'm, I'm talking about, I'm not talking about contact. I'm talking about collisions that go on every single play. You would say that 17 games is too much because these guys put their bodies at risk. And it's one thing to tackle without pads. It's a completely other thing to tackle with a hard helmet and shoulder pads. And on top of it, these are massive human beings moving incredibly fast, right? You talk about an athlete that weighs 230 pounds running 18 or 19 or 20 miles an hour into another athlete running that fast. Can you imagine what the, what the sound of that is? I mean, you can almost feel the shock waves come off the player when you see it. And, you know, again, I know that high-level rugby and ice hockey are, are violent sports. They are, right? But I cannot, I cannot describe to you. And I've been on the sidelines or at the edge of the rink for hockey, and I've been on the sidelines for world-class rugby, and I love it. And I'm not saying that those are soft or anything like that. I'm not saying it. But I'm just saying you can't – television does not do it justice to be on the sidelines in a pro football game and see how big and strong and fast these guys are. Um, big thanks to Rodri saying, great effort with a tr- Tredegar pronunciation. 
Berkeley's the NHS. Yes, sir. Thanks. Love the show. Thank you, Roger. I know Jeff. Appreciate Thanks, Maurice. Well. Great to have you with us, brother. Mr. Clive Underhill. Party of teams any given Sunday is one of the best things about the league. That being said, I'm waiting for the Bears any given Sunday. Jeff, I'm looking forward to this Sunday, man. Well, this, might be, this, this might be the Bears Sunday. You never know. You never They're playing know. tonight, but yes, they could have a very happy Sunday. But yep. yes, or I, it I, could I be, Or it could be Black Sunday in Chicago. You never know how this is going to sort itself out. That, that's the beauty of the league. Man, you are going to be missed on Sunday in Tottenham, big time. I know I know. Neil and Phoebe are going to be there. Jason's obviously there with IT, but like, you, you, you'll be missed. I'm looking forward to getting over here very, very soon. Hurry oh, up and get over here I'm looking very forward quickly. To, are we, are we going to do a live shot from when you're at Tottenham? I'd love to see this, well, how the stadium looks and the crowd and all of it. Yeah, no, I'm d definitely going to try it. Wembley was a bit sketchy in the Wi-Fi, but I'm buzzing. I, I, don't, I don't know if you've seen it, but Mark Hogan done a vlog of like, getting up in the morning and going to London and it, he videoed you, me FaceTiming you. I had no idea he'd done it. So at the very, very least, we'll do that there. Uh, big shout out to Brandon as well for getting the comment and appreciate it, mate. Thanks for that, man. We'll see you in Glasgow, Brandon. Bring all your friends. I'm just realizing we didn't get Mickey Brady's question. I feel bad now. Have we got time, Jeff? You got one minute? Yeah, shoot, yeah. Mickey's from Newry. He's a big Steelers fan. When will Matt Canada's position as OC become untenable? No comment from me, Jeff. You say. Well, I, I, I think I think it's getting to that point. I think it's getting to the, really to the frustration point. In season, you think? Well, I, I think that, that, you know, Mike Tomlin said the other day that, you know, he said there will be changes. And he, well, he didn't walk it back later, but he did say he was talking about the way they practice, you know, the, you know just procedural changes. But you're not going to let this season go down the tubes, yep. right? And I think that's, you know, it's one of those deals. It's not like Matt Canada's in his first year, right? And they're just trying to grow through the growing pains of a new coordinator. He is struggling. They are struggling. And when, you know, one of the things that you guarantee for sure, it's a performance-based industry. And if you don't perform, they find somebody else. That's the way it is for players and it's the way it is for coaches. Billy Gus as well, Jeff. If we didn't perform, somebody else would be here. So. You're right. That's exactly right. You better keep that in mind, buddy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. We're going to be back Monday night. I'm going to, I'm going to need a lot of coffee because Jack night. Because I tell you what, I don't know if, if people watch back on Monday night, I was struggling. Hi, struggling. Everybody, if you're religious, pray for easy Jeff. That's all I'm going to say. Or else I'll be in very, very bad form. But Jeff, looking forward, genuinely, like, you know, I obviously. Seeing Neil last week made me think, God, I can't wait to meet, I can't wait to meet Jeff again. Neil looking like a young spring chicken. You're looking like a young spring chicken. We, we've got to get you back over. I, I, I know everyone's looking forward to it, sir. For people that are watching this, as Luke Walsh just said, please do hit the like button. It makes a massive difference. Um, if you can comment, subscribe, makes a big, big difference. Jeff is back at 4 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Ireland, UK on Monday. And uh, yeah, you can check out Jeff's tour, Manchester, December the 2nd. Glasgow, November the 26th, and then a full Irish tour. Cork is nearly sold out, um, which is scary. And it's going to be class. I can't wait. So, Jeff, I chat to you soon, my man. Give us a mahalo. Big shout out to 888. Bet responsibly. See you at Tottenham on Sunday, folks, if you're going. Jeff, see you soon, my man. All right. Aloha and enjoy the weekend.